My Mug, episode 357 on Monday the 14th of September 2015. I'm your host, Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug. Let's have some news. It's okay, some news. Um, my cold is still hanging around, but at least I can taste. Now, thank you very much for the lovely emails that you sent me about hoping I got better. I am slowly getting better, um, although I don't feel great still. Um, I talked about this a while back and I'm going to talk about it again. Uh, this is a magazine that we're selling on the website called Stand Art, um, standing for the art of coffee. It is a beautifully put together book. This is uh, version two. Um, it has wonderful interviews with people like Andrew Tolley uh, of uh, Taylor Street Baristas in London. Um, it has a picture of Dale, who's our wholesale director, playing his guitar. Um, going through his general day of what he does and things. Um, it's got friends like Tibor, who we know. You should definitely have a look at this. It's on the site um, and it's really good value and it's a beautiful coffee table book. So do take a look at Stand Art. Um, remember the lip balms that we had on the site? And I bought too many of them and I thought they're never gonna go. Well, they've sold out. Uh, we're working on a new batch uh, with a new producer that will be coming out soon that will be something towards what like a little bit of a project to kind of do something with them. Um, Ali from Argentina, for instance, he's got his money from his one um, and uh, he's removing the pulp from the farm back from the mill back up to the farm so he can use this fertilizer. Um, and I'm really excited to see whether that makes any difference to the cut profile next year, whether it kind of it helps or not. Um, so that was the news. Um, and we should go to focus on this week's focus on is going to be on the Apaneca mountain range. So the Apaneca mountain range, or the Cordelia de Apaneca, uh, as it is also known, is a mountain range in the western El Salvador. Consists uh, of volcanoes, the uh, Ipameteca Ipame um, uh, area is one of the most kind of volatile, if you like, and most active volcano parts in El Salvador. Uh, the volcanoes, you've got Santrana, you've got uh, Izacalo uh, and Cerro Verde. Um, Fink and Norwegia, which is the coffee we're going to be talking about this time, is actually in the Sierra Verde range. And that was Focus On. A bit of a bumbly Focus On, but yeah. Fink and Norwegia, which is the coffee from this week, is, is in that Apaneca mountain range um, and the Sierra Verde. Uh, and he's very near to the town of Arshapan. It consists of 27 hectares um, of an altitude around about 1,600 metres above sea level, which is actually quite high for this region. Uh, Santorani you get higher, but not necessarily so much in uh, Ipaneca. Um, it has a lot of shady trees because it does get a lot of sun, and the sun is quite kind of it's quite aggressive there. Um, but what the trees do is slow down the maturation of the cherries, um, and it's normally one of the last farms to actually produce its uh, its coffee compared to the other farms that we buy from in that area. Um, the farm grows uh, uh, just exclusively Bourbon, um, and uh, actually no, they grow a little bit of Pacamara, um, which we haven't seen. And the farm in total produces about 400 bags, so we buy a fairly big chunk um, of that. 400 bags doesn't sound so much. Uh, for farms in El Salvador, it probably is. Um, it's owned by our good friends, Carmen, Carmen and Rafael da Silva, who also own La Fanny, Siberia, 
uh, to name but two. Um, there's also others that, that, that they have uh, and have been farmers for a very long time. Um, they're super well known in El Salvador as one of the greatest producers in that region uh, and we're very, very lucky to work with them. Um, Norija uh, has got a cute story behind it um, and comment on with this story uh, a few years back and I'll try my very best to kind of uh, pick her words out of my head. So Raphael's grandparents met in San Francisco in California uh, in the 1930s. Um, I'm trying to think, Sarah, I think was his grandma's name. Uh, and she was sent to Sudgul in uh, California, uh, where she met uh, Ralph Hoff, um, who uh, had gone to San Francisco from Norway. They fell in love, they got married, and uh, like every good man does, he chased his woman down to El Salvador um, and took over the running of some of the family farms. Um, Norija, which just translates very clearly as Norway in English, um, uh, became their farm and, and um, that's where uh, they learned to be coffee farmers uh, from their education in, um, uh, in San Francisco and then they had one child Thelma um, who uh, took over the farm which is uh, Raphael's mom um, and she uh, kind of continued the legacy of growing coffee I think it's such a beautiful cute story um, that it makes me love this coffee even more uh, the fact that uh, um, Ralph chased chased his woman down to El Salvador and got married and um, all of the loveliness that, uh, that goes with that. It's a beautiful story, but without it being a beautiful coffee, it's pointless, it's not very good. Um, Apaneca has lots of these little farms and the reason those little farms exist was they got chopped up um, during the Land Reform Acts of the 50s. Um, but this is one farm that was always that small and it was always that cute. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's a really really good story, right? Um, it's now time for this week's map bit. So let's go and see where Norija is, the little part of Norway in El Salvador. Hello. We get a map bit with me still having a little bit of a cold in my nose. So up and up and up we go, and I kind of sound a bit nasally. Uh, but we're going to go across the Atlantic, and we're going to go to Central America, where we always seem to go. We spend a lot of time in Central America, but it's cost us so much delicious and amazing coffee there, and none more so than El Salvador. I love El Salvador. Um, we have so much great coffee there. Um, you can see San Salvador there, more or less in the center. Um, we're gonna have a fact as well. El Salvador has the largest Malan airport in Central America, and the Mal is amazing. And there's a great coffee shop if you go there called Viva Espresso that you have to visit. Many barista champions have come from there. But we're not going to the coffee shop. We're going down to Finca Norwegia. I'm probably pronouncing that terribly. I'm sure I'm absolutely killing it. And as expected, it's a little bit cloudy. Always the same when we want to focus on somewhere. All around it is fine, but no, no, it's really cloudy there. So let's talk about clouds. Clouds are made up of water. Um... That's all I know about clouds, really. Um, but we can see there the topography. So it's it's more or less at the bottom of the mountain. And I know that I said that this was quite high uh, for, for El Salvador. And it is. You just can't grow coffee on that mountain. It's just so steep and, and, and difficult to, uh, to farm. And we can see the lowest point is the Pacific Ocean, which I have swam and surfed in badly. And the highest point is Cerro El Pital at 2,700 metres above sea level. So... Uh, Amazing topography. You can see the spine of the mountains running through there. And we can see that it really is just on the side. And from the farm, you can see the sea, 
which I think is pretty cool um, that you can see. And there we've got Apeneca. Apeneca is a smallish town, um, very kind of grid-like, um, I guess kind of taken on from America, um, but really kind of cobbly stones and uh, very traditional and very, very beautiful. And that was this week's map bit. I seem to remember it being a little bit cloudy on the Google Earth for this map bit, so I hope that you got enough to see it anyway. I hope that it was good. Um, and let's hope Roland's daft facts even better. Norway drinks 7.2 kilos per capita, making them the second biggest consumer of coffee in the world, only second to Finland. I think Roland may have actually missed the point of Norwegian, um, that it isn't from Norway. But that's an interesting fact. It is, a, it is one of those daft facts that Norway drinks 7.2 kilos for every person. And I'm sure some people don't drink any coffee at all, so some of them must be drinking even more. Um, I think the UK is around about 4.4 kilos, which puts us about 25th or something like that. So, um, an interesting fact, if not a little bit weird. Right, uh, I'm going to whack you on pause, I'm going to go get tasting delicious drinks, and I'll be back with you in just a second. Let's get into this. So first with the espresso. So Chris has made these for me today, as my guest barista. Um, quite a short espresso, so I'm interested to see how this works out. It really brings out the green apple acidity in it. It's like, it's really quite quite sharp and kind of, but it also brings out the white grape. Um, so you've got this white grape acidity kind of pairing through as well. It's really sharp, but then it kind of turns into this like buttery, silky mouthfeel that as quick as the acidity comes, it disappears. Um, and then that butteriness just really dominates, really dominates. Right, into the cappuccino. Great milk today from Chris as well. Like, beautiful art. He's done a grand job, he really has. So all that acidity's kind of gone. And I've got to say, the little bit of the butteriness has gone as well. And what it turns into is just like a dark chocolate. It's like a real kind of baker's chocolate, that kind of like... You know that bitterness of, uh, that is really good. Like everybody sees bitterness as bad, and I say bitterness, and I can hear you go at home going, <gasps> but it's that like really nice bitterness that is just like sharp enough to kind of go, mmm. But then there's a, like that dark chocolate, and the dark chocolate I have to taste on the cappuccino is immense, absolutely immense. And into the brood, I just seem to make Chemexes all the time now. Tells you why I love Chemex. I do love them, they are great. Um, and there's that green grape then. So you've got that, sorry, white grape. Green grape. White grape acidity. You've got a really beautiful, like, malic kind of apple, green apple. So like, Granny Smith thing, you know, you bite and you get that, and it's that bite. Um, and then the sweetness is dark chocolate. It's so consistent across the drinks. Um, I actually struggle to find which one I prefer because I kind of like them all. I think it really works well across the range. Um, 
thank you for joining me. Thank you for persevering to this point. And if you're still with me, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.